Welcome to The Marissa Morrison Show, where you'll discover your inner power to create the life you desire. I'm Marissa, and I began my business as a 19-year-old, single mom, broke, and in college. Today, I run a seven-figure business that teaches entrepreneurs how they can have it all without the frustration and overwhelm. Abundance, peace, joy, and overflowing love are available to you. And I'm here to show you the way to a richer, more vibrant life that radiates into your business, bringing you higher profits and profound fulfillment. You see, when you connect with the miracle that is you, you become an unstoppable force that doesn't need to push for success. Consider this an invitation to step into a new world of possibilities, empowering perspectives, and radical breakthroughs. Buckle up and get ready to see the world around you in an entirely new light. This is your life, and you don't need to wait to experience your dreams. It all starts now. So here I was, 23 years old, with three kids under five. Oh my goodness. Let me just tell you, when I would go to the grocery store, people would always tell me, you have your hands full. And you know what? They were right. (laughs) I was in the position of making a decision for my life. Am I going to be a doctor or a photographer? Now, I shared the story previously about how I was able to make my first six figures as a photographer, 19-year-old, single, broken in college. And I did it. And there came a point where with three kids, I was pre-med and I was running my business that I knew I had to make the call to leave college to pursue this passion. But I was submerged. I was just full to the max. Every single bit of me was given. And there wasn't a lot left for myself. And so at this point in my journey, I have three kids. I was married once and divorced. And now that I had a child, I felt as though I was finally making this decision that was truly my own. And I got married again. But as I began to go down this path of you know, being a photographer, being with this person. And remember, I met this person as I was healing from alcoholism and my eating disorder. I was in a place of restoring my own mental patterns. Quite literally, in psychology, an eating disorder is diagnosed as a mental illness. So my brain was not functioning fully or correctly. And so the longer that I went sober and the longer that I went without the eating disorder, the more time that my brain had to restore and to heal. And so as I'm managing many, many things in my life at the time, within about a year, I started to realize that my energy was very limited. And I just remember thinking, how did I not see this? How did I not know this was coming? I remember looking back and thinking, all the signs were there. Everything was there. And before I share what I experienced, I just want to tell you, I see you right where you are. And in my vulnerability, it is my hope that you were able to identify the stories of your life 
and how you can reframe them. Because a part of the healing process is reshaping the story. It truly, truly is. And so today I'm going to show you how I reshaped a story that within my upbringing and what was really, really wired deep within my subconscious belief, I had to do things that I was taught not to do. And because it was so deeply ingrained in me, it was very, very hard. But I'm going to give you a picture of what I went through and how I broke through and acted in a way that was genuine to me, even though others didn't agree. And even though it didn't go with the way society and my religion had taught me to go. And so today you're going to be encouraged. Now, if you haven't left a review just yet, and if you've gained an iota of wisdom, of inspiration and motivation, I love, love, love for you to leave a review. It would just touch my heart so dearly, especially since we are still in the beginning of this podcast. Your love and support helps to shine the light to others. And so definitely take a moment to leave a review, share how this podcast has impacted your life and just your mental state overall. I love and adore you. And right now, I just want to let you know, thank you. Thank you for showing up. Thank you for tuning in. And thank you for being a part of this journey because I believe in you. And I hope that you are beginning to see more possibility for yourself just by listening in and hearing my voice. That is my deepest desire for you because there was a point in my life that I didn't know what was possible for me. I didn't realize the magic within. And I know that I wish someone would have told me, but it took me a lot of years of pain and struggle to see it for myself. And so my hope is that this is a shortcut for you to realize the magic within you. All right. Now, in this story, as I was sharing, I did not see what was coming, but I just, I knew, you know, after I started to experience it, my energy was drained and my life was lackluster. I started to feel like, how did I miss it? Like the signs were so clear and I was experiencing sexual abuse. I, you know, all these years of travel growing up, it was such a part of who I was. I loved to travel, but I wasn't traveling. I was being shown disturbing videos of the worst events. There's this site online that leaks these videos that are, you know, just gruesome, dark, violent, real life events that were caught on camera. And so I'm being shown these on a daily basis. I didn't have firm boundaries. And it was very dark. I felt like I couldn't tell anyone what I was going through. And it wasn't like in the relationship there was a lot of arguing or discourse that way. It was more that I was allowing what was happening to happen. And it was eating me up inside. It was just tearing away at me in my value for myself, the way that I saw myself in my daily life experiences. And in no way was I prepared to handle it in my own thought. You know, I didn't know what to do. 
And when we are facing struggles, we are always prepared. There's always a lesson. Even when we don't feel prepared, I now can see that I had already gone through so much that allowed me to handle what was in front of me. Now, I certainly didn't know what to do at the time. I felt clueless. I felt lost. But because I was facing it, what it means is that within me was the solution. And it's true for every problem that we face. We are always going to be the solution. And so I just began to be desperate for help. And when you're desperate for help, you'll start to share things you normally wouldn't. And so I began to get really close to my family and specifically my parents. I started to confide in them and I started to share what was happening in the relationship. And, you know, I had been married once. Here I was, 23 with three kids, and I was married again. I felt trapped. I felt like there was no solution. I felt like I didn't know what to do, you know? And so I went to my parents and I confided in them and I let them know that, hey, I think I'm going to file for divorce. I think this is it. I can't take this. You know, the things that are happening, it's who the person was. And it was a very challenging time. You know, I had also just left college because my business was doing so well. And so I felt as though in my parents' eyes, you know, while I was making a successful and thriving income under their standards, I had still left college. (laughs) And I now was getting divorced for a second time at the age of 23. And actually, I was 24 whenever I actually got divorced. And and so it was a journey. Now, looking back, I can see that the way in which I handled the circumstances and the relationship isn't the way that I would handle it now. But I was also at a different point of consciousness at that time. You know, I didn't understand energy. I didn't understand the anatomy of the brain and the way in which it functions. Now, yes, I had 80 hours of human medicine. I understood the body. I knew every bone in the body. I knew all of the systems of the body. I knew so much about the body. But I had not yet learned about manifestation, about self-development. I had not learned yet about my traumas and how they were holding me back. I hadn't learned how I was recreating because the commonality between both of my marriages was me. And so I hadn't learned this idea of self and the spiritual aspect of self. Because what we are taught about the body under science oftentimes leaves out the spiritual element And both are active in our lives. And so it's not one or the other. It's the harmony of both and understanding how both work together. And so I have spent years, you know, studying and practicing and teaching this. But at the time, I had no concept of this. You know, really, it was just my relationship with God and my religion and school. And so... I just really thought that life was happening to me and that I was the victim 
And although I had surpassed this pain in many areas of life, it was still showing up in this way. And that is true for all of us. When we're going through a trauma or we're healing from something that we've experienced, we'll start to get uh, relief in certain areas of our lives, but other parts of our life can still be triggering. And so this is a part of the healing process, continuing to uncover how we're still believing certain aspects of our past. And so for me, I felt that divorce was the only way out. Today, I don't necessarily believe that in relationships. And I think also that in relationships, which I would love to talk more about, and we will be doing much, much more here on the podcast, in relationships, you know, people will tell you what they think. If you're going through a hard time, oftentimes, you know, you'll confide in a friend and say, I can't believe he did that or she did that. How dare them? What were they thinking? How could they treat you this way? You know, and this really is a form of gossip and judgment. And I want to encourage you to be careful in which voices you listen to, because we can really create this right and wrong. And it's important that the whole picture is considered. So for example, if I am in a relationship and I'm having a hard time, I can certainly gain inspiration and insight from a YouTube video or a podcast or speaking to a close friend or even a coach. And all of these sources can be helpful and they can share powerful downloads from God with me that can be a light unto my feet that can guide me on my path. But ultimately, at the bottom line, I am the only one that is me. And I am the only one that can identify when it's time to call it quits. No message out there will clarify that except me. Now, there is a lot of voices out there saying if he or she or they do this, then you know what? You need to get out. And I simply disagree. People are constantly evolving. Relationships are multifaceted. And there is so many different layers happening within each individual and then together. And so within this, there has to be a sense of respect for the individuals in the relationship and their decisions. Because while it may not be right, quote unquote, according to society standards or, you know, what people are guiding, even if it's a psychologist or psychiatrist telling you that's not okay, still, even then, it is within you to decide what is right for you. Not in a sense of being the people pleaser or being, you know, just to make it right in my religion's eyes or in my family's eyes, but really and truly, what's the most loving decision for me? And so this is what I did at the time, best of what I knew to do. I knew that what I was experiencing was not okay. I didn't have the tools or understanding of how to manage the relationship or how to cope in the relationship or how to even begin to heal the relationship. I just felt so empty. I felt so empty. And so I confided in my parents. I told them vulnerable stories of what was happening to me. But at the end of the day, I was allowing it. And so 
I made the call. I said, you know, I think I want to get a divorce. The first divorce, you know, I was very much, you know, remember I was 20 and now here I am 24. So almost 10 years ago. Wow. Crazy time passes. Almost 10 years ago. So I was still very young in my understanding, but I had gained a lot of wisdom in my journey. And the first time I just abruptly left, I didn't even, it was just all out mayhem in that relationship. It was just absolute strife and anger and volatility in that relationship. In this relationship, it was a lot more stable. There was, you know, healthy conversations and the ability to express myself without the rage or the anger. But I was still suppressing my emotions. I was limiting my ability to express myself. And I was really in this state of submission. And in this, I knew that the only way to get through this and to honor this other person was to openly say, what I wanted to do. I couldn't just run. I had three kids. I wasn't dare going to leave my children as I had done before. That was not an option. I had that experience and I knew that that was not what I desired for myself. And so I was able to make a decision and move through that decision in a more loving way for myself. I was able to honor myself and my desires more, what meant most to me. So here I was, a single businesswoman, in shape, looking good, (laughs) but I had three kids and I was 24 years old. And so with this, I was going against the grain. I was going against society's standards, you know? And I had to do it in a way that honored me at my point of consciousness. And oftentimes when we're looking back at our lives, we're looking back at our lives as if it is us now acting that way. And this oftentimes leads to regret and remorse. But we have to realize that with each new day, we're moving into new points of consciousness. And every moment we're advancing and we're evolving and elevating in who we are. And the way that we think, the way that we understand life is changing. And so when I look back on myself at that point in that decision, I can see that I didn't have the self-awareness or simply just the point of consciousness that I am now. I was at a different place of understanding, a different place of self. And so I can surrender any guilt because I know that although I may would have handled it differently now, if I could go back, I still did the best that I could to honor myself, to honor my children, to honor my future. It was the most loving thing that I knew to do at that time. And under no different circumstances, just as gravity is gravity and it's going to pull me down and no other reality in that time, in that point of consciousness, who I was, with what I was given and what I had experienced up until that point of my life, would I have ever made a different decision because I was honoring myself the best way I knew how. And so right now, as we come to the close, I want to make sure that you are able to download what it is, or should I say upload? (laughs) I'm always getting the two mixed up. I always say, I downloaded the pictures to the internet. Devin's always like, no, it's upload. But I want to make sure that you're getting this message is that 
Whatever you are facing today, if you're facing a decision that is against the grain, that is against society's standards, but it feels loving for you and you're torn between the two, I want you to be encouraged that you are allowed to make decisions that other people don't agree with. You are allowed to act in a way that is loving for you, even if society doesn't get it. That is okay. And in fact, the more permission that you give yourself to live in accordance with yourself, the more that you will be aligned with your abundance and your ability to connect with who you truly are. And this is where you begin to live in a life of fulfillment. When we do things just because of other people's opinions or to please society, we are putting ourselves in a box. We are taking the beautiful, magic, explosive creativity, wondrous miracle that we are, and we're saying, nope, you can't be that way because it doesn't get approval. So we're going to put ourselves in this tiny little box and we're going to do it so that we're good enough. But when you let go of the boundaries and the box, boundaries are healthy, but in this context, I'm using it differently. The boundaries that you've said, I can't live this way because it's not supported by society, that's an unhealthy boundary. And I want to encourage you to make decisions that honor you. And in accordance with this message and this lesson here is that even though you have made a decision in the past that may not have honored how you were raised or some standard of society, know that it is you that matters most. It is you that is being guided. And through you honoring all that you are, you are being supported into a life that you could only imagine. I know back then, at that time, there was no way that I could imagine how beautiful life is today. Even if I would have sat down and said, these are my dreams, this is what I wanna manifest, Yes, I could manifest it and I did, but it always is so much better than what you could even think of. When you trust, when you surrender, when you make decisions that honor you, even though society might not say, yes, I agree, you are always manifesting more than you could imagine because it is in your authenticity, in your trueness, in your wholeness that you are unstoppable that you discover the beauty of life because it's never going to feel good if you're not making a soul-driven decision. A soul-driven life feels good. And so that is how I am able to stand where I am today and the gift of life and experience that I am at today is by making decisions that honor myself and that honor who I am and who I am becoming. And so honor your past. Know that you were at a different point of consciousness and that you've always been guided on the perfect journey. And know that today, whatever you face, to honor and love all that you are in your decisions because it's within you that you are manifesting your wildest dreams. All right? This is it for today. I love and adore you, and I will see you next time here on The Marissa Morrison Show. 
Here we are again at the conclusion of another episode. I'm sending you a virtual hug, and I want you to know I am so proud of you for staying committed to your dreams. It's all possible, and it begins with you. If you'd like to discover more support, visit marissamorrison.net, where I have created opportunities for you to connect, expand, and to evolve into your greatest potential. Until next time, friend, I'm thinking of you and sending you all my love.